You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. Jared Logan, and you're watching Haunted City, or maybe you're just listening to it. However you choose to enjoy, well, that's up to you. This is a show where we play the game Blades in the Dark, the incredible role-playing game by John Harper and Evil Hat. And today I thought I'd get us in with a little bit more of a mellow, dulcet tone, like a late-night soft rock radio DJ. Because I was recently watching the movie The Fog, if anybody's ever seen that. And in that, there's a radio DJ who kind of talks like this the whole time. I'm just trying to change things up a little bit. Let me introduce three lovers, three very talented. (laughs) Sorry, Joe's cracking up and it's cracking me up. All right, I have to break it. Let me introduce our incredible players, such talented actors and, and players. Uh, Abu Salim, Josephine McAdam, and Ross Bryant. I was so ready to come in with the smooth radio voice. but uh, Yeah, man, it was, it was working. Rolling mm-hmm. in on your quiet you. storm. <clears throat> the yeah. quiet storm. But all it makes me think of is the, the sweaty balls skit every time. <laughs> what, what, what sweaty what? balls again? From SNL, you know, they're like, hmm, those are some delicious, uh, we've got some sweaty balls in here today. These are the delicious dish. Your your delicious, yeah, these delicious dish with Anna Gasteyer Mm -hmm. and uh, Molly Mm -hmm. Shannon. Yeah, very, very, okay. I didn't remember that they had sweaty balls in that, but that's great. That's what they're, because he's like some, it's his last name is something sweaty. And these are his balls, so. Yeah, do they still have like uh, DJs that do that and uh, talk sort of like that? I'm sure I, I they feel do like DJs have yeah. almost channel. been eliminated. Maybe in, like a, an erotica channel. No, I feel like it <laughs> isn't it like at Christmas time? I feel like the Christmas time, you know, like sort of yeah. channels that pop up, the radio channels where it's like all oh, Christmas music just at like in December and stuff, like they always have like a really smooth for yeah. some reason. Or like Delilah. You ever? You yeah. Ever Delilah. Yeah. That's who <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking of. Is she takes still around? Requests? Yeah, I feel like I've heard her recently. Um, I soft rock. I love soft rock. Yeah. <laughs> Air I supply. Do. I also like yeah. black metal, but I contain multitudes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what soft rock is. I'll be honest. Like, yeah, I've, I'm dead on what soft rock is. What soft rock? Uh, okay, I, I I just want to make sure I get it right. So I'm I'm just gonna Google soft rock <laughs> songs real quick. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you exactly. Like we have a yacht rock playlist. Do you know what yacht rock is? It's like April Levine. Is her name April Levine? Avril Levine. <laughs> oh right, Avril. Abu, how <laughs> dare you? He's just. It is not Avril Levine. It's just that's wow. It's, do you speak French, Abu? A- April. 
I don't speak yeah. French. I wish I spoke French. I think French oh. is, is a beautiful language. But well, is what yeah. is, oh, is it Avril? Avril is April. That's oh, what I was like, oh, maybe you're just. Oh, snap. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm real. being French. Maybe yeah. I am. Yeah. So how dare you, Jared, for questioning my <laughs> Frenchness? I wasn't questioning your Frenchness. Huh? I just I just didn't think Avril Levine is soft rock. I said April Levine, my friend, which is her real name. So I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, you know, translating it. So, okay. All right. Uh, well, this makes sense, Jared. I, it makes sense to me, but I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna tell you what soft rock songs are. Okay. So like, um, how about I'm gonna keep on loving you? That one. Oh, hungry eyes. Do you guys know any of these? Are those just love songs? <laughs> Phil Collins. Summer breeze oh. makes hey. me feel fine. Hey. Blowing through hey. the jasmine that's in my that like, that's, just, that's just like... That's like sexy music. That's like, you know... Yeah. Yes, like, you make love to it. But, that's uh-huh. soft, but how can that be soft rock? What do you mean? Because <laughs> when I hear rock, you know, you hear rock. Yeah, but you don't want to listen to me. Like you don't want to have sex to hard rock. It's not going to work out all the time. Exactly. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like it's like soft rock. You can't call it like soft rap, can you? You don't want to like be banging the who, like, and I won't be fooled again while you're like trying to like get a rhythm (laughs) going. It's just not a good idea. I'm just saying, man. Maybe you should try it because you know, look in the post. (laughs) (laughs) In the post Crosby, Stills and Nash, James Taylor era. A, as, right. as as aging hippies mellowed into um, like uh, bougie middle class middle age, they wanted to keep some of that wistful jingle jangle of the Hollies and the Beatles, but like divorce it from any semblance of counterculture edge. And th- hence, we get soft rock songs about summer breezes, fun sunsets, and uh, birds in flight. Of course, Ross nails this. Yeah, yes, I, mean, um, I, I don't it. think there's anything to add. Uh, <laughs> Ross has completely encapsulated it. Mm-hmm. So with that in mind, a thousand years ago, this was a land of beauty and magic. Then came the cataclysm. That blotted- <laughs> this is the greatest way of Sorry, getting people. I'm cracking up because you guys keep laughing. <laughs> This is okay, such a sorry. great uh, people want the alternate intro, okay? Right, go for it, yes. please. And I'm gonna do the classic intro. I've been doing the Imperial City intro, but I'm gonna do the classic intro. Let's see All if right. I can get through this. This is gonna be great. A thousand mm. years ago, this used to be a land of beauty and magic. Then came the cataclysm that blotted out the sun. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> wow, he barely left. All right, I'm going to try one more time, and this time I'm going to really focus. Yeah. And I think it'll work because it's getting less funny every time I crack I crack it. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> a thousand years ago, this was a land of beauty and magic. Then came the cataclysm that blotted out the sun and ripped open the gates to the land of the dead. The city of Duskfall is a metropolis of tenements and factories surrounded by crackling lightning barriers. Inside the city is a teeming hive of scum and villainy. Outside the city is a wasteland of ravening undead. Life is cheap in a city ruled by death. The sun is gone. The only thing that shines in duskfall are the blades in the dark. Dark, dark, dark. <laughs> oh my God. I had to kind of hurry Snaps. through it. I kind of had to hurry through it before I yeah. thought about what I was doing and started laughing. In my okay. mind, I'm gone to Severus. <laughs> 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 
Uh, all right. That was uh, a soft rock intro to today's game. And let me do a brief recap. Mm. We're not even in Duskfall. We are in Imperial City, the mm. seat of power of the Empire, the seat of the immortal emperor, a uh, ruler who has been in control of this empire for a thousand years or more. And this is, we found out uh, that this city is much different than Duskfall. Our crew of scoundrels, the remnant, traveled here because a client, someone that hired them, Fitz, a collector, reneged on the deal, refused to pay them, and then skipped town. The Remnant had their own reasons for leaving town. Uh, they had recently generated a lot of heat because of a score that kind of went sideways. So you guys decided, they decided, to follow Fitz to where he was going and collect the money that is owed them. So that is how they ended up in the Imperial City. Once here, they discovered it's very different. It is a city that is ruled by the military where uh, there's a lot less crime uh, and perhaps strangest or most different of all. The Immortal Emperor enacted a ritual many years ago to create an artificial sun that floats over the city, bathing everything in bright light. And where in Duskfall, there's almost never full day, in the Imperial City, there's almost never a full night. Uh, everything is bathed in light. Uh, there are beautiful flowers and plants growing everywhere. Um, and uh, the citizens seem healthier and more beautiful and more elite and noble than even the highest ranking <clears throat> noble of Duskfall. You guys uh, made some inquiries to try to find out where Fitz is. Some of these went poorly for you. In fact, I believe that right now <laughs> Juliet Bell Rose has one stress left before she takes a trauma. So it's do I. Not, yeah. So, and, and the other thing about this score is that I said that this score might not be as quick as and as contained as other scores. It may take place over several days. Am I regretting that after Juliet is almost full on stress because she talked to a shopkeeper? Yeah, I'm regretting it a little bit. <laughs> but the important thing as a game master is to stick to your guns and double down. So... <laughs> The score continues, even though our players and our characters are on the ropes a little bit. You made some inquiries. You ended up in a very secretive uh, place of, of uh, sexual pleasure, a brothel, uh, where um, you kind of interacted with the sex workers there. And our friend, the vampire, uh, Ekphelia... Uh, you know, cornered. Uh, let's just cut to the chase. After some really dire doings, you cornered and captured one of the sex workers there, uh, Primo, and you managed to get some information out of him that probably Fitz was at a place on Empire Island called the Cabinet of Curiosities. This is the Emperor's personal collection of fabulous and exotic items. You traveled there. You looked around at all the artifacts from all over the Empire, some of which are said to actually have magical properties. And lo and behold, Fitz was there perusing the items alongside uh, another uh, individual you haven't met yet. Uh, I mean, you've, you've seen this individual wearing sort of a, a strange pith helmet and, a, and a, almost a uniform with a badge on it. Um, but what happened was, while Valkos ran some interference... 
Ekphelia approached Fitz, enticed him to go back to the office to talk business, and Juliet came in behind Fitz, unbeknownst to Fitz, and Fitz sat down with Ekphelia, whom he has never met, and that where we left it was Fitz with his big bald pate and his weird sort of like, uh, you know, 1890s Mormon beard and his spectacles kind of precariously balanced on his kind of button nose, looked at Ekphelia uh, and said, So, what do you have for me? You're in a little office. I described it with, you know, items, crates and and baubles and and, uh, things that haven't been cataloged yet all over the shelves. And Fitz is waiting for you to tell him what you have to sell him or what you are looking to trade. Um, he doesn't know you're part of the remnant whom he owes money to. That's right. So I will, uh, I suppose, remove a, produce a little case and like click open latches. All right. I'm going to swing it open, swivel it around and push this box across the table. And in it is the, um, the spirit bane charm that uh, Valkos has sort of constructed. Right, which uh, <clears throat> which Abu described as having kind of like a rat skull attached mm-hmm. to some other kind of accoutrement or, or uh, uh, baubles and objects. So uh, Fitz looks in, uh, and then he looks up at you, and Wait, he's... I, I gave that to Josephine. Oh, to never... Juliet, did you... I think. Did I? I think did I did. Yeah. If you yes, have it, you then did. we can investigate that oh, before. The, yeah, I slipped it into Joseph. Yeah, to Juliet's hand. Never mind. Maybe, well, I don't know. I mean, I kind of liked how it was going. Maybe, uh, maybe I mean, you slipped. Yeah, I mean, it could be, it could be genuinely, he could have, I could have given it to, um, Ekphelia as he was doing his old <laughs> kind of thing. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Right. So like, <laughs> uh, if running. I were a nasty GM, I'd say, well, then Juliet has it. Rewind. How are you going to get it in front of Fitz? But I am going to be a generous and loving God. And I'm Thanks. going to say that at some point it was slipped to cool. Ekphelia right. to uh, undergo okay. the yeah. transaction here. So uh, Fitz uh, looks at it closely uh, kind of pulls the box toward him and looks up at Ekphelia and uh, is like, a spirit bane charm. Why am I interested? Well, no doubt you've seen many such items in your perusal of your own personal collection, not to mention the immense curiosities uh, walled in here at the Emperor's cabinet. But here... Oh, yes. I have uh, quite a collection myself. Of course. Uh, I have maybe four or five of these that, uh, to be honest, are a little more rare and uncommon than the one you've placed in front of me. Juliet, are you still sneaking up behind me? Yeah, let's... uh, I have a question. Um, Is six coin... I know it's like more of a vague amount. Is that feasibly something that he would have on his person? No, it's not a fe- okay. Right, That's it's what I- feasibly something he could have in the building, mm. or in mm. his lodging, wherever that might be. Okay, but All he right. seems very comfortable here. He has 
you know, taken an office for himself, like take, you know, walked right into an office and told you to follow him. So, um, and, and it looked like he was very chummy with, uh, the person who was sort of a, a curator type that was yeah. kind of walking along with him. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm sorry if there were other plans here. <clears throat> oh no, but please. I'm going to use standstill poison on do you still tips. have standstill poison? I do. So I mean, my your bandolier can, are OP. Your bandolier. Well, no, they're not OP, but they can. You can kind of define what's in each pocket of the bandolier as you yes. go. Is that correct? So the last pocket of the first bandolier is going to be standstill poison. That I'm. It's the last one that I'm taking, <clears throat> and then I've only got one slot left in my loadout, so I don't know what I'm going to use next. But standstill poison. <laughs> To paralyze bits in place. <clears throat> Here's what I want. I want an action. And the um, the problem you'll have if, if this doesn't go off smoothly is that mm-hmm. he will try to escape. He will be alerted. He will scream out and maybe uh, alert some of... There are Imperial military guards outside. Mm-hmm. So okay. um, you need to do this so quietly <laughs> and so smoothly that he doesn't see you coming. Oh, I mean, and is the little interaction that I'm having with... Fits. That sounds like a distraction that we probably planned ahead of time. It does totally sound planned. like that. Mm-hmm. It totally <clears throat> sounds like that. So, um, I still think it's risky, but it will be for great effect. If you do this, he will be um, completely paralyzed for a while and uh, movable as Primo was movable. Yeah, I think Juliet pulls out a syringe. <laughs> Makes eye contact with Ophelia, mm-hmm. little smile. As I go into my patter, like, of course, this looks like many of the items, no doubt, in your possession. But as you know, an item's arcane qualities are not always visible on the first appraisal. Look closer, sir. And then I'd love to wrap around the mouth and stick him in the neck. Um, <laughs> could I use... <clears throat> Wreck? I, I think so if you're going to be, like, really brutal about it. <laughs> Let's be fucking brutal. Okay. So I think that what happens is you Let's come up behind him the- and he goes, let let me save us both some time. And Juliet is creeping behind him. He doesn't know. He goes, I've seen everything. And then that's when you uh, <laughs> leap. So, uh... <laughs> Uh, please uh, make your wreck roll, and I said, as, as I said, it will be um, risky, but for great effect. And was that um, Ecphelia's assistant change the position of it? Uh, that's correct, that- unless Ecphelia would like to take stress to add a die. It <sighs> seems important, but I can't. I can't tell you how like this. My stress going like an hourglass. But this seems important, right? This seems important. Um, to take you have to, stress left, yeah. How much? Yeah, how much have you got? If let's say I had four stress left, yeah. Um, but let's also say that like taking a full amount of stress as what I am is bad. Oh, let's also completely metagame this, right? Like, yeah, why um, am I, how I much I've... score do you guys think is left? Because if no, you yeah, are just true, now right. getting the guy uh, paralyzed, whom whom was your target, 
then I, I would say yeah. probably a bit of score is still left. Oh. Or maybe yeah, I was it's like, over. Yeah, oh, you were about to say, bag. I think it's about over. <laughs> uh, I think that was that was maybe our GM tipping his hand a little bit. <laughs> well, you know what? I feel I feel I, I tried this experiment with like a long score, and now I just want to make sure the players know uh, how you know so they can strategically spend right. your resources. Okay? And I think I think yeah, strategy wise, I think. Now that everyone's so stressed out, the remaining stress that we do have must be used extremely judiciously. Mm. So I may I may withhold that. Uh, oh, man. Okay. That's well, why I great effects. You can do it. Just roll it. Technical roll it. But I'm giving you great effect. Just great effect. I know. I only have two dots, and I, I obviously I cannot use any stress. I'm, I'm out. Let me you stop you before you even make the roll, Josephine. Let me stop oh. you, because oh, I want to cut to Valkos outside the door. Yes, oh, let's do that. Rough. And Valkos, you're standing outside the door... And two Imperial military soldiers walk up to you and go, The cabinet is closing, sir. Right. Please make your way to the exit. Okay. Do you head toward the exit? Right. Sir, if you don't head toward the exit, I'll have to escort you toward the exit. Yes. (laughs) Okay. You're not going to move? (laughs) We'll have to use the spirit hounds. (laughs) They have dogs with them. So are they, did they point, did they point towards where I was supposed to go? Yes. The, the exit is uh, visible from here. So I kind of look. There are still a few people filtering out. I kind of like exit, exit. Yes. Okay. I start walking towards it very slowly. All right. Um, do you think that you, are you gonna are you gonna attempt to stay? No, I think I'm gonna play ball for them for a second. But then what I might do is I might, you know, slip behind a door and try and be sneaky. And All right. There are some eyes in the room. Um, so you need to tell me what action you're going to use to do that. I think I'm gonna again use. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go to. Another man and uh, undo his trousers with my finesse roll <gasps> to distract him. <laughs> You're gonna do that again? Well, look, I think I'm gonna try and find some way. Oh no, actually, are there important like vases and stuff around? Absolutely. So what I might do then is I might, you know, just knock one over uh, next to someone, <laughs> next to another person, but be like, like. You do it like you're to blame them, essentially, to cause a distraction, to then find a way to move around. The perfect plan. I love it. <laughs> um, what action are you going to use? I'm going to use finesse because it is a sleight of hand trick. Here's here's what's at stake. If you don't do this with enough finesse, they're going to know that you knocked it over. Okay. Um, and then it's going to be, you're going to have some problems. Okay. In fact, I think I might even tick up the clock about intruder alert because... Uh, they will know, they, you know, that they, they will suddenly, you'll be a person of interest. So um, let's go ahead and you're going to use finesse. Um, yep. Let's call it, let's call it risky for <laughs> standard effect. You will mm. convince them that this other person, this other person that is moving near the vase at the mm. perfect moment um, uh, looks to be like a student, right? <laughs> and kind of more ruffled clothes, very young with like a goatee. Uh, and holding books under his arm, 
a, t- uh, a roll when you are ready. What? I got it. I got two sixes. Oh, <laughs> shit. Um, this yes, this very perfect rare vase, all the way from Aruvia, with like uh, pictograms all over it, suddenly topples and smashes to the ground, and you're already like so far away that it can't it couldn't have been you and the student turns and drops his books and is like and then all of a sudden the guards are like you there uh and and they're like uh another rebel and they (laughs) run toward him and they're like a vandal and then they they're they're they've got him on the ground and they're beating him with their stabs like uh and uh, all of the imperial military are kind of running over to kind of help apprehend this person Oh my god. Meanwhile, oh my god. inside the office. Yeah, hero, hit this roll. Look, fuck it. Here's what happens. Oh Here's what happens. We are trying to. Oh. A one oh. and a two. Oh dear. We've been really lucky so far. We've been really lucky. Fitz oh. knocks the. He, he hears you at the last second. The floor creaks a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not he sneaky. He spins. And knocks the uh, syringe out of your hand, and he's like, "You!" He recognizes Juliet Bell Rose, uh, and he stands up, uh, and then he looks back over at Ophelia, and he uh, he is trying to figure out what to do, uh, and uh, he yells for help, help! <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I guess I'm gonna try to like. I have no dots in this, but I guess I'm going to try and like just get in his way for Ophelia to be able to do something. No, I mean I'll, I'll uh, I will st- attempt to stop him and uh, just lur- jump, like be up and over the desk and like getting that. Uh, I've, I've described this like eerily thin stiletto <laughs> that he has to like. Uh, we were trying to do this the easy way. Now is now it's going to be the hard way. So I want to I want to get this under his throat. Stack. Okay, okay. So Fitz is not a combatant, right? Like Fitz is not like somebody who's like good at fighting or anything like that. So rather than have another action roll, I'm just going to allow you to kind of get up on him with the razor. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, Juliet, what are you doing? Uh huh. <clears throat> I wouldn't make another word or another move if I were you. Very good. You're threatening him. Valkos, what are you doing now that you well, have created a distraction? I'm slipping into the room. This is a fantastic opportunity to slip into the room. I didn't realize it was going to go so well and summon all the guards. <laughs> and I yeah. feel sorry for the student. It's like that Donald Glover moment of seeing everything on fire. But instead of staying there, I'm moving. Very good. Um, you're in the room, and uh, when you uh, when you burst in, Ekphelia has a razor to Fitz's neck, and Juliet is talking to him in uh, soft, threatening tones. Um, so it looks like the score is under control. It looks like uh, things are going the way that you wanted them to go. Uh, however, those of you in the room know that Fitz did yell out. Do and I hear him? You heard him because you were making a beeline for the door, but you're pretty sure the Imperial military didn't because they're busy beating down a poor student. Right. Okay. So. Okay. Hmm? Perhaps, perhaps you recognize your friends? 
Ah, yes. Hello, uh, Valkos. Miss Belrose. So, here we all are. Yes, you owe us something. I think you know. Uh, yes, well, uh, you could say, uh, in, in one ter- interpretation, that I owe you coin, yes, but... Um, I think we can all agree that uh, the job that I gave you was not exactly, um, uh, you know, carried out with uh, the proper amount of discretion. Uh, oh, God, here. here we go. And I look at him with his hands and I'm like, see, I know a tribe who normally take a piece of your flesh. Or the money owed, or services owed. I'm going to start with your thumb. And I start, and I grab his hand. And as you do that, the door opens, and the guy in the pith helmet walks in holding a gun and says, How about I start with your head, darling? (laughs) He shuts the door behind him. So now you've got a guy with a gun on you. Fitz's. I mean, he's about to piss his pants because Valkos has a knife on him. Ekphelia has a knife on him. You guys are right there, but this other person has a gun on all, all three of you. Let's start by putting the weapons down. With that, I'm going to take off one of my items, throwing knives, and I'm going to throw it at the pistol. Very good. Oh, wow. Interesting. Okay. Very cool. Very cool shot. This feels like a tough (sighs) shot, though, doesn't it? Yeah. It definitely does. Yeah. Do you have any special ability that might help you? Because otherwise, I think it's going to be limited effect. You know, it's hard to... Is the knife that you're holding on to fits the the knife you're going to throw? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it feels hard to hit a gun out of a hand. Um, or you could push yourself to get more effect, but I think I'm going to make it limited. I can't push myself. You're out of stress. <clears throat> oh, God. I'm like, so, the, so what if? <laughs> Listen, what I mean. If I aim for, what if I aim for his, what if I aim, oh no, because if I aim for the body, he could pull the trigger. No, I'm gonna I'll go tell for the you gun. something. I'll make okay. Oh, go, go for the gun. Go for the gun. Here, I'll. I, I, in order to give you more effect, I'll give you more effect. I'll give you standard effect if you take a devil's bargain. All right. What's the devil's bargain? The devil's bargain is if you hit the gun, or even if you don't hit the gun, it goes off. If it's a whatever I do, I'm, the gun is going to go off. Uh... No, you're right. That's not fair. If the if you hit the gun, if you hit the gun, it goes off. So you're aiming for the hand. So basically, so, so if the roll is oh, a I didn't even think of that, Ross. Failure. You're saying like, can you hit the hand instead of the gun? I was gonna say. I'm just saying, is the there a circumstance hits, the gun, here where he- the gun's going off if you succeed at this roll? Is basically what I was saying. Gotcha. And that's the devil's bargain. Yeah, extra die. For, for, but the gun, the gun goes off go no off. matter what. Yeah. No, I'm not going to. 
Um, and yeah, uh, you know what? Now that I hear it all laid out, that's a terrible bargain. So <laughs> that's like that is that is definitely a devil's bargain. That's like, yeah. hey, buddy, I'm gonna fuck you up either way. Uh, yeah. So um, I'm. Can I use my finesse? Uh, absolutely, I'll allow it. Cool. Uh, risky for limited effect. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Okay, here we go, guys. Let's do this. Yep. Six. Yes. Yes. Okay. So yes. you got a full success, but we said that it's limited effect, right? <laughs> right. So um, mm-hmm. I think that your knife goes flying, and um, it uh, it. What is a limited effect here? I think that the it hits the gun. I think that the gun falls out of his hand, uh, and um, he. Um, I think he also gets. Uh, you know, everybody is so surprised, and you have to recover that for a second that he immediately is able to dive for the gun before anybody can do anything. Okay, and okay. he has the gun. He has the gun again, and is about to rise up. Cool. Well, yeah, I'm going to. Okay. Well, all right. Someone, uh, yeah, anybody can do something, and it can be Valkos again, no problem. Yeah, I think I think I would have known that, and with the because it was a six, a success, I would have gone for him, knowing full well that probably that he would have jumped back up again. I would leave, uh, and you'd be closest to this person because you came in last, and uh, he came in behind you. Yeah. So uh, I think that we should have a we should have an action to kind of get the gun, a skirmish then. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and, yeah. and that means like pulling it out of his hand because yeah. he was able to like jump down and grab it. Yeah. So um, here's the skirmish, and uh, it is. Uh, I think this time it's desperate for. Uh, <laughs> it's desperate for standard. Uh, standard. You will get the gun. Six, baby. There Holy it is. Shit. Oh, okay. Come on, Valkos is back. Those lucky, yeah. lucky Valkos dice. Um, this uh, this new stranger has his hand on it. His pith helmet has completely come out and bouncing on the floor. Uh, and uh, you, uh, your hand is on it, uh, and then you wrench it free easily from his grasp. Uh, and now you have the gun, Valkos. Point it straight and, to his head and tell him to kneel. Um, and uh, Fitz uh, kind of makes an ironic remark, like he says to the other person. He says, "Excellent work, Charter. Thanks for saving me." <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. I tried, darling. I, I, I it was three on one. I, so uh, you have them both uh, kind of at uh, at advantage. So what are you going to do? I'm just uh, I'm gonna walk over to what Charter was that his name? Charter. <clears throat> and uh, say we only need one of them, right? Yes. Uh, and then I would like to just use drown powder and incapacitate Charter. Wait, 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 wait. You need me. What's that? You want your coin, right? Says Fitz. Well, I, uh, I don't have it, but I have a way that we could get it. Yes, and you need me to pull it off. Explain. I may have spent a lot of the coin. I was um, greasing some palms to uh, get into the city. Uh, And then, um, well, let's say I had a couple transactions that uh, someone passed me a forgery, which never happens. But anyway, regardless, I don't have I don't have six coin. But I do have 
Someone that works here in the cabinet. And Charter's like, hello. (laughs) And I do have a way of getting into one of the cases. And Charter's like, there are keys in my pocket. And Fitz is like, Mm. the only thing I don't have is a way to get past the Imperial military who are stationed inside the building and right outside at all times. Scores within scores within scores. Okay. I think it's uh, clear that we are going to be collecting interest. Yes? Uh, If you mean that we're going to need to split the sale of the item we steal, that feels (laughs) fair to me. 50-50. The razor comes a little closer. It's like, no, no. no. 60-40? I think you need to work on your appraisal percentages, Mr. Fitz. Mm. Um, well, uh, I'm going to take the keys out of out of Charter's pockets. And so, it is a big, thick ring of keys, and they are really cool, old-fashioned, long, kind of iron keys. Uh, and, yeah, there seems to be, you know, 15 of them. Why can't How did you, they fit uh, in his awesome. pockets? He <laughs> has, like, those big, like, old-fashioned aviator pants. Big pumpkin I'm looking at Charter, and I'm like, why can't you go past the guards? Don't you work here? Well, uh, that's a great question. I can go past the guards, except that the item that we had our eye on is quite large, uh, and it uh, could be difficult uh, to, uh, well, I just can't walk out with it. What is it? It is, um, it's, um, a heart. The heart of Kotar. Do we know what that is? <laughs> uh, know you don't is. know what it is. <clears throat> Selyak might have known, but you don't know. <laughs> I have oh, this Selyak. feeling, this, this feeling of doubt. You've screwed us before, Fitz. Why should we trust you again? Well, uh, I don't want to die. Um... And I really feel like 70-30 is very fair. No. And I can't sell it here in Imperial City. I mean, you've seen this place. I need to get it back to Duskfall in order to move it. I tell you what. Let's do 50-50. But you have to play the game. He looks at Charter. Charter looks at him. The game? Yes. You have to help us to the best of your ability. Absolutely. I mean, I want to see this go off just like you do. I'm sure 50-50 sounds reasonable, doesn't it, crew? He he looks like really surprised that you've gone to 50-50, and he's really trying very hard to suppress a smirk. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just kind of reading Valkos and... Well, if we're enlisting these two into the work from moving this heart, then it seems only fair that they should get a more sizable portion of the proceeds. Absolutely. <laughs> so sorry. And I'm sure the spirit That's hounds okay. agree too. I mean, the look, the, the guards have hounds. Uh, they, they, they are uh, patrolling the area with dogs. Um, mm-hmm. So, so the, uh, the the museum is closing, um, 
and we have a guy who works here. Could we get him to, I mean, assuming no one comes in, we could stay and have a night at the museum. <laughs> you could, but um, you don't understand. The, the, the guards stay the whole time. It's okay for me to be here, but they will ask questions if they see you. Right. What sort of questions? Questions at the end of one of their gun staves. Hmm. So, seems to me an employee such as yourself might have access to, um, badges, accoutrement, papers that might make us a little bit more official. What? Official? Uh, oh. Oh, oh. Some, if yes, you could yeah, get no, us no, some I... of your official drag, then we can walk around and uh, no one will question our presence. That might yeah. work. Uh, and um, he walks around the, can I move? We're friends now, right? And at the gun, I kind of tap on my head. I'm like, yes, we're friends. Excellent, uh, Yes. Uh, and then he moves around the desk uh, to a sort of a locker uh, that's like uh, covered in like crates and packages. He moves the packages away. He opens the locker and there are two more cabinet uniforms inside with badges. Okay. I'm afraid I only have two. Um, that's fine. And I'm not sure they're your size. Well, mm -hmm. they definitely won't fit your Severosi friend. I can stay with Fitz. We have a lot to catch up with. Learn to be friends. Um, uh, sure. So how, how have you been? <laughs> not now, idiot. Right, no, we'll wait. Yeah, it's not the time. So, uh, we go with Charger? Yes. Now, what's the way of getting out? I mean, that's I... the problem. I mean, the guards. There's guards on the the front door, and uh, there isn't really a back exit. Well, uh, you've and... been cooking this for quite some time, haven't you? You've been stewing this in this little brain of yours since before you sent us on that mission at the Childermass Estate. You've been wanting to come here and filch that art. So... Why don't you tell me your plan? And then we'll have a little brainstorm and see if we can punch it up for you. How are you going to move it? Well, uh, I was I was going to... I mean, once we're free of the cabinet, uh, it shouldn't be too hard to get it to the train station. And um, Charter here has... Uh, it's really quite ingenious. Uh, a case that we can use that has secret compartments inside of it. Um, well, aren't you an ingenious little friend? Yes. Oh. Um, uh, I can tell we're working with masterminds here, Ducky. So... How large is this? Um, it's, uh, uh... And he is, like, about the size of, of your head. Oh, that's not bad. <sighs> That's why can't we just smuggle that out some other means? Uh, well, I mean, 
that's what we're trying to do. And if you want to know what our plan was, then I will share it with you. We were going to hire a, a group of, well, their street children to create a distraction. In fact, I, they're probably outside right now. Um, we haven't been able to make the rendezvous with them, so who knows how long they'll stay. Well, why don't you two make that rendezvous then? Oh, the Valkos and yeah. Fitz. Yes, yes, yes. I, that's a great idea. And I kind of pick Fitz up. I'm like, let's go, friend. Let's go see these street children, shall we? Yes, uh, excellent. Um, right. Uh, so, uh, the only problem is we can't you and I, uh, not in uniform, can't just walk past the guards right now. Why? Well, I don't work here and neither do you. But we were all evacuated out of the building. These street children are obviously outside of the building, aren't they? So we just say that we got distracted and we're leaving later? I mean, uh... Well, you were here to negotiate a deal, were you not? Were you breaking the rules by just being in this room? I mean, they've they've locked up. We, it'll be suspicious, but if you think that we can talk our way out, then I'm ready to try. I just want to try. You can. And I kind of look at Juliet and smile. I'm like, very good. Um, yeah, I'll give it a try. Mm. You won't just try. Your life's on the line, Fitz. I kind of tap him on the head playfully with the pistol, <laughs> and put it in, put in, and hide it in a pocket. All right, let's get these uniforms on first. Get changed. We, like, slip on the uniforms. Great. Very uh, good. A little bit so of that makeup coming says, off in the uh, collar of the <laughs> uniform. And- Charter says, Well, if you're ready, then uh, follow me. You've got that case on you then, have you, darling? Well, no, it's at my lodgings. Oh, my. Oh. <laughs> do, do, you, do we have our case? Do you have your case? Um, I, I packed heavy, right? So I, the thing is I packed heavy, like on the trip here. So it yeah, kind of doesn't make I sense to have like it. I feel like it's stretching <laughs> believability that unbeknownst to us, Ekphelia had a, uh, costume case the entire time. No, well, yeah, I wouldn't what, have the isn't trunk. Isn't that what Ekphelia came with? Like that was the whole way we got in was with that trunk with hidden compartments? Sure, yes, sure. not necessarily to the cabinet. Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, not to not to work against us, but um, no, don't work Luke, against you. In fact, if there's something else in your loadout that would help, please use it. Okay. Uh, we established that that case was quite large, though, so we need to, we have to stick to the fiction that we established. But if there's something else one of you has that will help, use it by all right. means. Hmm. 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 Looking for. Big box, big bag. Um, <laughs> no. Oh, here it is. Uh, giant collapsible box. Yeah, right. Perfect. Um, okay, so since there's nothing on the loadout, maybe like, um, look, you're an official at this um, at this little cabinet. Don't you and your archives have things to real movers to move the uh, product around Yes, I mean, we could with. use one of these crates. Do you want to use crates it? and dollies and things? Yes, I we can use we- one of these crates. I don't think we can be seen exiting with it. That is the problem. That? Thank you. That is the problem. I mean, they're going to check the box. Okay. Um, is there a way... It, this, is it, hmm. 
Are there windows in this place? Could it yeah. be lowered out of a <laughs> yeah, window? Questions. <laughs> We're not supposed to play in the score, but since the score is three days old at this point, Come I want to let you ask these questions. And now so, there's a, a mini score in the other. There's score. a mini score inside the score. Please, please uh, choose your approach and the detail. Oh, now, no. <laughs> the score is a fractal. We're playing the game in a weird way, and I'm gonna keep rolling with it. The, Can I? Ha- oh. Go on. Uh, there, uh, there are uh, windows that are heavily barred. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah. Can I have the uniform on and still have my, like, bustle skirt bottom? Well, certainly. I mean, come on. In the Imperial City, females don't wear pants. It's not fashionable. <laughs> okay. It's not that they can't. It's that it's not fashionable. Right. So, look... In the past, if we, like, flashback to episode, I don't know, was it four that we did? Or one of them? Um, I have snuck stuff out in the bustle of of Juliet's skirt in the past. And and once again, not to work against us, but are we changing out of our regular clothes into these uniforms? And that's our ticket out of the building? No, 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 that's what I'm saying. Could I keep have the uniform on and have my bustle skirt? That's what I was saying. It's uniform more of a jacket bustle. and a pith helmet. Exactly. More of a there. jacket exactly. and a pith helmet. So it's mm-hmm. jacket, okay. helmet, skirt is on. I ha- this we can try this. Who's making their move first, Valkos and Fitz, or yeah, I think I think we'll go to to leave the building first. And uh, Juliet puts her hand on Valkos's arm, just says, "Be careful." So. Valkos and Fitz exit the office, and uh, Fitz looks at Valkos and says, "Let me be. Let me do the talking and just act casual." <laughs> and then um, Fitz turns around, and you can see him walking really fast with sweat coming down his brow. I'm, I'm, I'm with totally him. Answers. I'm kind of. I'm. I'm constantly with him, and as I'm like next to him, I've got like my hand in like interlocked with his, so almost like as if we're a couple. So, the guards that are normal... Okay, no problem. Uh, yes. Uh, and at first, he's like, what? And then he's like, okay. Uh, and uh, <laughs> here's what's good. Your crit means that the guards that were all inside the building, they seem to have dragged off that student or something, and they are not uh, present. Great. So- but there are two guards on the door. And when you guys arrive, they turn around and go, Halt! Why are you in this building after hours? We were leaving. Uh, uh, yes, uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, let me allow me to explain. I am actually a researcher here, and uh, it's very funny. So uh, I got very embroiled in my research, which, if you check with uh, Charter Swift Whistle, was uh, completely sanctioned, and I do have a pass to look into the archives here, and I became uh, completely engrossed with my research and did not hear the closing bell, did I? (laughs) Did I, friend? Did I? So, uh, basically... Well, my research is pretty fascinating. Uh, There are ancient Aruvian artifacts that some say were created by the Aruvian gods. Now, the god of death in Aruvia is an interesting personage. It seems that he actually also (laughs) exemplifies light, uh, the light of death. See, the Aruvians believe that the sun does exist in the death zone. So, (laughs) the guards are kind of like, 
what is happening? Uh, and uh, then Fitz takes his two consort. Ooh. Oh. And he rolls them. Oh. Oh. And we'll find out how he did when we come back from break. Oh, come on, man. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors and end this score one way or another. Very good. So we are back, and we've just seen Fitz try to talk his way out of the Cabinet of Curiosities with Valkos at his side. They are talking to the Imperial military, and Fitz is giving the story that he is a researcher um, who stayed after hours accidentally. He rolled his consort to see if they believe him. And what do you think he rolled, guys? Man, I don't know, man. Come on, stop killing me. (laughs) Jared, tell us. He rolled a five and a two. So he rolled a five. So that means success with a consequence. And the consequence is that while the door guards are talking to him, some of the guards that were formerly inside come back over and are like, what's happening? Uh, And the door guard goes, it's fine. Uh, Get out of here. You can tell that he was mostly just bored by Fitz's long story (laughs) and is just trying to get rid of him. So it's like, get out. Uh, And uh, but that has drawn over the internal guards, the guards that stay stationed inside the building. And some of them are going back in. In fact, how many are going back in? Two. Only two. Okay. Heavy armored guards. And so uh, Fitz says, uh, follow me. It should be uh, should be these urchins waiting for us just around the corner. And I'm going to just squeeze his arm more and be like, I'm beginning to like you even more, Fitz. Keep talking. Uh, uh, yes, I handled that quite deftly, didn't I? <laughs> Incredibly well. Yes, well, these children, that they should be able to create a sufficient distraction for us. Just, Just follow me. And um, he um, takes you around the side of the building. Meanwhile, Charter, Swift Whistle, Ecphelia, <laughs> and Juliette enter the restricted section. Um, you're able to get in before those other guards even enter. Uh, and uh, Charter takes you uh, deep into the restricted section. You can see that these cases... They're not just like glass around something where they could be easily broken. They're like these sort of, um, there is like a, a little window to see inside them, but they're like heavily like fortified. Um, and in fact, you even see one that looks like it's like the size of a human lying down with like lots of locks and bolts and things on it. Some sort of sarcophagus. Um, so there are a lot of strange things back here. Uh, but Charter takes you to um, one of these like uh, heavily locked up, you know, bolted. Uh, they look like trunks on the ground, and says, "It's in here. Just give me my keys." Right. <clears throat> Why don't you tell me which key to use? Uh, well, uh, yes, it's um, the. Uh, the one uh, with the, the pointed tip there. Okay. It's marked uh, 17. And I'm going to uh, <clears throat> open the trunk then. 
Wait. <laughs> uh, are you going to open it? Yes, unless... Unless you have this... any objections? No objection, but it is trapped. Um, there is a um, sort of a, a way to work the key. <sighs> okay, fine. I'll hand him the key. All right, Charter, you do the honors. And remember, while well, you've got your pick, I've got mine. Right, pick. <laughs> yes, mm. I understand. <laughs> okay, um, uh, please stand back because uh, even I can get this wrong sometimes and uh, uh, quite a lot of <clears throat> gas will be released. <laughs> sort of a pneumatic lock opens and Charter lifts the heavy lid. Ah! Charter reaches in to this like, kind of like velvet inside and Charter uh, pulls out a heart. And yes, it does look like a living creature's heart, a de- like a dead heart, but it is the size of a head or a basketball. <laughs> Who was Kotar? Whoever Kotar was, Kotar was quite large. <laughs> uh, and Charter holds it up and says, the heart of Kotar. Lamasu Aranadita Mokafasa Gonova. That's enough of that. That's enough of that. Boom, boom. It, it, boom, boom. Boom, boom. It starts pulsating. Boom, boom. Uh, uh, boom, boom. It, I'm going to take boom, it. Boom, boom. Oh, you wish that you could. But oh, unfortunately, God. as it starts beating, the beating fills your ears. Oh, and suddenly, my God. Charter's whistle, whistle seems like the most powerful. The most Shit. courageous, the most uh, valorous hero that you have ever known. This is the last time we're going to let Jared keep talking. <laughs> Behold, the real distraction. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. There are no children outside. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. You sly fox. Um, now kneel sp- before Charter Swift Whistle. Is there anything we can do to resist this, or is it just... God, I was waiting to read his mind, and I should have done it earlier. <laughs> well, it didn't It didn't, um, it, it didn't. result from a bad roll, so I don't think that you can resist this, but I do think you need an action right now unless you voluntarily want to fall to your knees. No, because no, Because you no, no. really want to listen and do what Charter is telling you to do. So um, you can use an action to kind of uh, break free of this spell. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, but Charter, they, he feels like your ally, like your mm-hmm. friend, even though he is oh. spitting so, insults at you. So we couldn't like harm him right now. You could try. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is where this is where there's a definite TPK here, guys. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it could be. Okay, I mean. Woof. I mean, I'm going to try to grab it out of his hands then. If, unless unless his spell... I'm too caught in the glamour of the heart of Qatar. Um, mm-hmm. Well, it'll just be difficult, right? So right. Um, let's see. Um, you, What action are you going to use? <sighs> to snag it from him. Uh, I mean, I feel like I, I finesse everything, but finesse seems like the thing to do. Okay. So here's the situation. You are tier one. The heart of Kotar is tier three. Right. This would be a desperate action because you will take mental harm if you fail. 
Okay. And um, it it, uh, it will be for standard effect, you'll get the heart. But unfortunately, because the heart is tier three and you are tier one, you cannot do it unless we somehow mitigate some of its tier by affecting its potency in some way. Boom, boom. Affecting the boom, boom. potency of the heart. Boom, boom. How powerful it is. Its power over you right, right. No, needs to somehow be affected. Um, but any wit thing I would do to affect its potency would also be affected by its tier. No, no, not necessarily. Okay. You are trying to act directly against him right now. Right. Uh, <clears throat> um, can I... Oh. Okay, I, alt, alt plan then, maybe. Instead of grabbing... Okay, so Neo. I was going to go to grab... No, oh my like, God. I say, I say yes, I will, and then I try to sweep his legs out from under him so that he drops the heart. Um, okay, I th- that may have the same tear effect, um, but I'm trying to get it away it from does. him. That's the it, unfortunately idea. it does. And if you don't mind, I'm going to go ahead and narrate that you attempt that. I'm not going to uh-huh. make you take stress and a bunch of things for it. Okay. You attempt that, and uh, as you you just kind of fumble and trip a little bit, like your your body won't let you. And Charter steps over you and begins walking toward the exit. Okay. Uh, Meanwhile, Valkos. Okay. Okay. You're in an empty alleyway with Fitz. Okay. 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 Fitz uh, says, "I just need to whistle for them," and reaches into his coat. I'm like, well, I'm just like, where are the children, Fitz? I mean, you know children. <laughs> they uh, lose track of time, but I can whistle for them. Let me just get the whistle here out of my coat pocket. Surely. And, uh, surely they were, you said that they were prepared, but they Fitz, were ready. Fitz pulls something out of his coat pocket. It is a long, like it looks like an ivory tusk covered in uh, script, like <laughs> carved script. Uh, and uh, he tries to swipe at you. If he does that, can I... Okay, can I retaliate and attempt to counter that with my skirmish? Because I am locked I am locked in with him. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Get him! Right. What would the position be? The pres- position will be desperate because I got to tell you, this thing he's carrying is some other type of magical artifact. And as he swings it at you, you see black drops of some sort of ichor flicking off okay. the end of it. Desperate with a Desperate. kind of effect. Standard effect, you'll beat his ass. Right. I just critted my friend. Oh, oh, I just critted. Holy Describe smoke. what happens to Fitz. So as he goes ah. to stab me with this with this sort of um, horned tusk. Um, I think I'm able to kind of, again, with years of practice of seeing what a fight is like and him not necessarily being much of a fighter. I see it a mile away and I'm able to almost jujitsu it and just deflect it and put it back into his neck. And I'm like, you are a foolish, foolish man. Oh, oh, what have you done? And now black ichor is dripping from his eyes and his nose and his mouth. And he um, starts to swell up and get kind of green. <laughs> Do I, does this look familiar to me or no? Have I ever seen this before? No. I don't think you have. I'm like, you should have just helped us. 
What's wrong with you? You look unwell. One of his eyes pops. No! And I kind of take the take the tusk out and push him away from me. The tusk burns your hand. Oh my god. Okay, well then I just literally just push him away. You Do you drop the tusk as well? Well, if it, if it burns my... If, so when you say it burns my hand, do you mean like it, it's like the reaction should make me drop it or can I still grab hold of it? You could keep it, but it, you, you can feel whatever that fluid is kind of on your fingers, and okay. it's uncomfortable. Right, right now, it's I, uncomfortable. So yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to hold on to this thing because if it's if it's going to do the same thing to me than what it did to him, <laughs> I'm totally fine. So I kind of push okay. him away. Um, he lands on the ground, and you can see his entire torso inflating, and he's like. That order, using that may have been a mistake. Uh, and then that's when uh, he doesn't explode, but he kind of pops like a oh, overripe fruit. Uh, and then an enormously horrible smell is released. Oh, my God. I'm going to get out of the alleyway. Uh, great. Um, as Valkos runs back down the alleyway, what's happening uh, back in the restricted section? Okay, okay, can I try uh, to to use standstill poison on the heart? D- is standstill poison? What what like tier is that? Let's see. Standstill poison is um like does it have like a quality level? It's it. Okay. Well, in the book it says tier four. Really? No. Yes. Yeah. IV four. I was like, I'm not reading this wrong, am I? Um, then uh, I'm going to rule that you can certainly try that. Yeah, and it's just um, a one-time use because they ha- they're consumable, right? So I've got another bandolier. It's my last slot, the second bandolier. Yeah. Uh, wait, no, I'm first slot in the second bandolier, but yeah. Standstill, tier four, yeah. Um, followed by a number of uses if they're a consumable right. one. Okay, yeah, um, absolutely. You can try this. So because Ooh, you're not trying to... Because you're not trying to act against Charter himself, and you are just trying to kind of inject this into the heart, I think it's still difficult, but I think that you can try it, okay? Um, Okay. It's your syringe from earlier, probably, right? Um, Yeah, or uh, I can try and do a blowgun so I don't have to get blowgun and dart. It's part of the free items that I just always have, apparently. Would you like to try that instead? Which Which would you like to do? Yeah, let's try and... No, no, I'm just going to go up and try to just syringe it. Okay, Um, so you're still sort of acting against them. So I'm going to say that it is desperate, because if you fail, you will take mental health damage, and you will not have injected it, okay? My my insight sort of thingy section is full already to, like, mark desperate XP. Ah, well then, um, um, unfortunately, you cannot get more desperate XP. Yes, it's even more mindful as well. You can't oh, bank okay, it into okay, a different Okay, okay, area. okay, okay. Um, Very desperate. Well, maybe, yeah. Uh, can I use Tinker here? Using yes, because you're tinkering with things, right? I'll allow it. Getting it at the precise part of the heart. Sure, I'll allow it. You're using your equipment and you're, you're kind of like setting it up to like inject this thing. And yeah. um, so it's desperate uh, for standard effect. You will inject standstill poison into the heart. Okay. Desperate. Standard. Here we go. 
Success. There's a success with a consequence. There's a success four. with a consequence, and here is the consequence. Okay, the consequence is, um, I'm gonna go ahead and give you a level one harm. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. and that level mm-hmm. one harm is weeping. Having acted against the heart, you suddenly are filled with remorse and a self hatred, and because we know that Juliet likes to mourn, she begins weeping. <laughs> oh uncontrollably. However, you have ticked down the tier of the heart, right? By one tick, right? So now I can tell you that acting against charter is, is possible with limited effect. If you tick it down one more, you can have standard or great effect. Okay. Okay. Um, but the bump, 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 bump suddenly is like, and it stops like beating, but it's still shining. And the effect over Charter Swift Whistle is still boy, what a weird name I chose. It's still <laughs> um, it's still kind of hanging over Charter, so it's not completely uh, mitigated or neutralized yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Charter um, sees what you've done, yanks the standstill poison needle out, and begins running for the exit. Oh shit. Okay. Here's, I'll, I'll do something. Um, I mean, Ophelia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, darling. <laughs> darling. Uh, you're brilliant. You're brilliant. Now, now we take him down. And uh, I'm able to have that confidence when looking at you, and then when I look back at him, I'm still, like, feel a sense of awe. But I, I will take off on my loadout a demon bane charm. So... Let's say it's a let's say it's a ring that uh, um, Ekaprag had on his finger, um, sort of like a onyx with swirling um, <laughs> colors in it to keep mm. the forces of, of of demonic or godly entities away. And that ring, he will like shink, like drop down the shaft of that stiletto and whip it at the uh, at the uh, running charter. So the idea is to like it's now he's transformed this regular fine weapon into an arcane weapon. Right. <laughs> um, I like it. I, I like it. Um, so uh, it's kind of over the stiletto um, and uh, uh, yeah, let's give it a shot. I think. I don't that, know if that, that, how that will affect tier stuff, <laughs> but hopefully it does. I don't know either. So you are throwing it at Charter? Um, I think I'm, I might even want to sink it into the heart. Um, since I'm trying to like disable its potency, I want to get this charm that might have a repellent or atropoeic what is it <laughs> quality on the uh, on the whatever the spirit is that's animating the heart. What action are you going to use? Finesse to throw it. I throw it right at the heart. That's right. What I use. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, why don't you go ahead and give me that roll? It's going to be desperate again, and it will uh, because if you fail, you're going to take mental harm, and it's going to be higher than a level one, which okay. Juliet took just for a complication. Um, and uh, you're not only going to fail, you're going to take a, a higher level harm. Um, if you succeed, you will um, embed this this ring into. So, so this is uh, desperate for standard effect. Here we go, desperate standard. Yes. And I rolled a six. Okay. Six to three to four. Whip. 
uh, your uh, your stiletto at the heart. It flies uh, over and embeds itself, and the ring kind of slides down and touches the heart. And when that happens, like you see that there's some sort of um, some sort of reaction, right? Like uh, uh, suddenly, all of that glow and aura around Charter kind of is it gets muddied for us for a second now there are kind of like blue hues in that aura and like even kind of like a brown hue kind of creeping in and uh charter is like trying to yank the stiletto out of the heart uh you know desperately take him should we run after let's find out in a second valkos your friends aren't out yet and it seems like they should have been out by now there are two guards on the door. I'm going to go up to them and be like, there's something that smells of foul in that alleyway over there. I heard screaming, horrible noises. Please help. Didn't we just eject you from the museum? <laughs> yes, you did. And the very same man who was next to me just turned green and blew up. He it did. sounds crazy, I know. But please, look for yourself. I think you need to lie to these guys, and if you fail, they are going to... I'm going to tick up the intruder alert clock, what? and you'll have to kind of deal with them. Okay. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, Valkos, master of spinning tails. <laughs> no, I'm not that good, Valkos man. worm tongue. Ain't my jam, bro. Okay, I'm going to use... Could I... I can't use command because that's very... You know, uh, I'm going to make it limited if you use command because these guys don't like to be commanded. Even if it's... Could, I, could, it, could it be almost like a command out of fear? So the idea is like, you know, you know the way in which it's like, please, you have to help me, you have to help me. That's, Ugh. well, you know what? You're allowed to use any action for any role. So here's what I want you to do. I want okay. you to show me how you command them and then you can roll and I'll decide okay. the effect based on so that. So it's almost like, you know, Valkus comes in and he's like, you must help. You have to help. There was a man in the alleyway, the same, the very same man that I was next to. He, he, he just turned green and, and exploded. I'm not crazy. You must help me. You must help me, please. You are the only people who can help me. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Risky for standard effect. Five. A five. Okay. Success okay. with a consequence. Wait, the consequence. One die? I know, man. The consequence <laughs> is going to be, listen to here. I am going to make them leave the door unguarded, but I am ticking up that clock. Okay. Okay. You are at three on the intruder alert clock. Okay. Okay. How many Um, tips do we have left? We have three. Okay. Um, So um, they go running around the corner to see what happened, and the door is unguarded. But you do know, Valkos, that there are two guards inside. Shit. Of course. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) You can do this. You can do this. So... Um, let's go back to our friends, uh, Juliette and Ekphelia. Um, Charter is trying to rip the, uh, rip the stiletto from out of the heart. What do you do? 
a chase after Charter, yeah? Yeah. Can we do this in a simultaneous manner? Like Both of you of together? Y- yeah, yeah. Why don't you lead a group action to Ooh, love it. whip yeah. Charter's ass? Let's yeah. yes. The 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 maneuver is whip Charter's ass. This is our yes. group okay. action. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you're gonna both like kind of uh, tackle him at the same time, or you, you know, you you define how you're approaching. But um, oh, is the is the uh, what is your goal? To incapacitate him. To mm-hmm. incapacitate him. Okay, very good. So uh, let me know what action you're using. I just want to check group action one more time because last time I told right. you that you could each. Use a different uh, version, uh, a different action. A different action. But I just yeah. want to make sure. Um, describe how your character leads the team in a coordinated effort. Each PC who's involved makes an action roll <gasps> using the same action. Okay, same action. Yeah, so uh, I did it wrong last episode. And for those of you that know the rules, I sincerely apologize. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but this time, everybody needs to use the same action. Who's leading this action? Ecphelia, would you mind? Of course. Um, okay. I, th- I think the most effective ones for me would be finesse or prowl. So if it's finesse, we dash on him. If it's prowl, we flank him and like hop up in front of him. So this is this is what Juliet's like. Are you either either or? I have zero dots in both. Let's whichever you prefer. <laughs> I feel like I've been using finesse so much. I almost want to prowl. We want, want to this, prowl. I want this to be yeah. the kind of thing where it's like he's struggling, and it's not a dash. It's almost a calm. Like he looks up, and it's like uh, I feel he's in front of him now. Yes, and and perhaps like perhaps um, disorienting is that perhaps there's an echo in this chamber, and the weeping that that Juliet is doing sort of bounces off the walls to not let you know which direction she may be coming from. Oh wow! Great, great. Um, perhaps. perhaps. So, yeah. so again, we both roll prowl and uh, right. So if uh, if Juliet fails, you take stress. Ecphelia. Oh boy. Okay, <laughs> that's fun. Okay, here we go. Is this a uh, controlled or desperate? Um, this risky. is. Uh, I'm going to say that this is uh, risky for standard yeah. effect. That sounds all right. Here we go. <gasps> okay. okay. Standard effect. Oh, oh, God. Okay. Um, okay. No, it's the lower dice because I have oh, zero dice. Oh, so I stress. We would have taken so the single what? best. We would have taken the single best die roll out of uh, out of each oh, of you. Of, that's true. Three. So, but you well, take but a they're stress. They're all failures. Yeah, they're all failures. You take a stress, Ecphelia, and um, I'm gonna rule. I'm gonna rule that Charter forgets about like he, you know getting the stiletto out of the uh, out of the heart right now, and just runs out into the main museum and okay. gets away from you. Okay. Um, and, Is the heart uh, still here? Did he just like go of the heart? No, no. He oh. has the heart, but he oh. forgot about like pulling the stiletto free and just when he saw that you were trying to flank him, he like knocked over another like uh, you know another okay. exhibit and ran. Uh, so there's a huge shattering sound. And um, then uh, he is out into the main cabinet uh, floor, the plaza. And um, Valkos, did you enter? Um, no, I kind of, I'm kind of hovering at the door. Like I can come at the door. Can you see, like you know, in some theaters, like you can see through the glass. 
Yeah, in fact, this is like more of a, like a portcullis. Right. It's okay. like a, it's like an iron door with just like bars. Okay. I, I kind of hovered at the door, looked behind, and I'm like, fuck. And I kind of put myself. I'm gonna hide, and kind of because I think that if because I remember that there's guards in here. I'm not the talker. I'm no. I'm in no shape to fight. So I'm gonna put myself at, like almost around the like hide in a position where I can see everything that's about to uh, happen because I'm sure the guards are going to come out of there and be like oh my god we need help because of the sight that they've seen right and so they're probably going to go call in hope is they call in for more people to come see this to then make my way in so I'm just gonna I'm using this time to bide my time and wait so uh, and you're and you're going to be hidden as well. And I'll the plan allow is you to, to hide. Yeah, I'll allow you to hide. You're kind of in like a little alcove right outside the door. Is that mm. does that work? Yeah. Okay. Understood. So here's what happens now. You are able to see this, Valkos. I don't know that Ekphelia and Juliet see this. Charter runs out. The two guards inside immediately clock Charter. Charter says, "Thieves! Thieves! They're trying to rob the restricted section." You have to stop them. Uh, and uh, Charter Isn't he rolls. Holding? Like, oh, he's holding. Under, he is holding the heart, but uh, which has been which has been de depowered somewhat. That is he correct. Didn't take that the- is absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. And now Charter is going to roll uh, Charter's command. Okay. Let's see. Oh man. Which is how many dots does he have in, in command? I guess we'll see. Oh. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. Charter fails. <laughs> Charter fails, and uh, the guards are immediately like, "Hold on your knees!" Uh, and uh, Valkos, you watch as Charter like slowly gets to his knees, holding the heart, and you watch as his fingers reach toward the stiletto that's sticking out of it. And meanwhile, uh, those that were chasing Charter, what do you do? So maybe we've can we peek around and see the little tableau of him getting to his knees now? I'll allow it. Okay. Um. Oh boy. I tell you what, we we got to get the hell out of here. Is there? <clears throat> as we're leaving this room or whatever, are there any smaller boxes, smaller items I can take? We gotta, cover our, we gotta cover our. We gotta cover our. Yeah, we're good. I'm not not leaving another score with no money. <laughs> okay, so I said that the things in here were heavily fortified, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, but I also said that he just knocked over something that had some sort of glass case, right? So I think that there was like kind of like a glass bubble or window on one of these heavily fortified cases. And it has just smashed to the ground and is laying there. And you can see, like, half of, like, a a, a beautiful onyx necklace, like, kind of sticking out uh, out of it. Okay, I'm taking Uh, it. You're grabbing it? With a handkerchief. Okay. Um, So um, you're grabbing it with a handkerchief. Interesting. Okay. Uh, So... um, (laughs) It sounds like you're trying to remove this carefully. Is that right? Sure. I mean, uh, if I'm yes. honest. Okay. No, I mean, but if I'm honest, she's probably just quickly grabbing, trying to just grab something. I, I don't know how careful I am okay. being about uh, it. You decided to be honest. Um, I think that uh, the second you do that, uh, finally the uh, security measures go off 
uh, on the box, which are none. Charter was lying about the gas. There is yeah, no I gas. You were able to quickly. I yes, he was lying. lying about that. <laughs> yeah, I was I just open that. Sorry, box I was myself. fucking with you. Um, I sh- <laughs> so you pull the necklace uh, easily, and you now have a necklace of like uh, uh, onyx stones, and you notice that there's like a big ruby hanging from it. Okay. Okay. It's promising. Okay. And 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 show up behind uh, Ophelia like, what's happened? We must it got, leave. It got him. Looks like um, looks a bit suspicious there, darling. We've got to get out of here. Um. Uh, as much, but, but of course, everything in Ophelia is like, I've got to. Like, oh. <laughs> Um, um, how much can so peeking out? Are there other ways out, or is it like, or is it like here's a hallway and there's the? Was there a was there a it's window like a plaza, in Fitz's office? But there's only one exit in and out, really. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So here's the deal: um, you, the guards are very distracted right now. All right? Can we? Tra- we're in uniform. Can we try to slip by them and and uh? And oh go yeah, out? let's do this just, officially. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're going to try to walk in plain sight and uh, use the uniforms, or are you trying to, like, sneak? Sneak. Okay, very good. I think this is another group action, unless you are opposed. Yeah. Unless you, yeah? So no, this is another, yes, this I, is another group prowl. I'm okay. just making faces because this is terrifying. <laughs> it doesn't have to be prowl if you can figure out a different way to do it. I mean, is there was there a window in Fitz's office? You guys could survey, or, like... Study. I told you the windows are heavily barred. Right. Uh, we could survey. That's very bad for me. But uh, I, I only have one dot. I think it's better that you have more than one dot okay. in prowl, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think let's just try prowl again. Let's try again. prowl again. And right, here, we will... go. here we go. Okay, um, here we go. Actually, I would love if, if if you haven't rolled yet, Ross, I would love for Josephine to go first. Great. What, go and what's it, the Joseph. position? Uh, very, it's desperate, obviously. This is desperate. Uh, okay, yeah. But I'm going to give it to you for great effect. If you okay. do this, you will be all the way to the door where Valkos okay. is waiting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Nope. That's a, a failure. One. That's a one. You take another oh. stress, Ekphelia. Okay. Um, and you can maybe even see, like, uh, like that makeup starting to crack and flake a little bit. <laughs> It's like a tremor is like occasionally like racking <clears throat> Ekphelia. And uh, it's like, all right. Wait. That is the mouse there, darling. Scared. I'm scared, Ophelia. Nothing to be scared of. Nothing to be scared of. Ooh, success I rolled a five. Success with a consequence. Here, I think I have a good idea for the consequence. You get all the way to the door. Valkos, you can now talk to them or reveal yourself if you'd like. I'm going to wait. Waiting. Okay, great. The door is, of course, you're able to exit here. You hear voices coming from inside. The guards and Charter Swift whistle, and Charter sounds like he's chanting again. Uh Uh-huh. And then from behind you, you hear, boom, boom. No. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Stop! And you really want to stop. You really feel like your body is freezing up. Like your feet 
won't move. What do you do? Um, you can resist that consequence because it came off of a. Oh my god! You can resist that consequence because it came off of a roll. But though I don't know if I've got the stress now. Having you guys can do this. You can do this. All right. Remember, resisting. You can roll more than one die. Right, guys. Depending on what you're trying to resist here. Uh-huh. So resolve is what you'd be using, resolve. right? It would be so resolve. What, how many dots have we got in resolve? One. And it's six oh, minus shit. whatever the uh, amount that you roll. Oh my yeah. god! That's right. That, is that would mean that if I if I roll anything, I have two left. So if I rolled like anything other than a uh, like a four. a four, I would I'd be anything out. lower than a four. Even, yeah, yeah. Right. Or, no, but or even or if you roll a four, a you fill out. If, you I, fill if out. I roll a four, I fill out. It has to be what, a five. What or a six. happens if you fill? Out? You are out of the score, but this feels like the end of the score. It does not necessarily mean you fall unconscious or incapacitated okay, like we're playing 5e. It just means that you are out of the score. You can no longer do scoundrel stuff. Just one of us? That's true for you. Um, yes, if right, I fill up yeah. all my all my right. stress, I oh, have... Oh, something the- happens. Don't tell yes, us what it is. Okay, yeah. Yes, great. I was going to say, I... Look, Juliet doesn't have any traumas. So, if I need to... Be the one to resist this. It might be time for Juliet to be traumatized finally by all of this shit. Oh my god. Well, it was a group action, right? Do we both have to do it? To I resist think both it? of you have to. What? Yeah. No. Why? It, it, you are both trying to break free of the spell of the Heart of Kotar, are you not? Damn, what a consequence for a fight. No, we're trying, okay. to, we're oh, trying okay. to resist all the right. consequence okay. from even happening. <laughs> All right, all right, counselor. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say no problem. Who led the action? Um, God damn it, Ophelia did. Ophelia did. So Ekphelia did. So Ekphelia. you are the one that must resist. Okay, just me. Okay, mm-hmm. here we That's go. That's right. All right, here comes the resistance. Six I, stress I, minus. Okay. Oh boy, it's really against me. But you're so rolling I'm, your resolve. Great. So it feels like we made it. We made it, and it's and it's like we made it. And as the voice of Eka Prag kind of drifts away, and it's back to a feel. It's like we're going to get out of this, darling. We're going to get out of this, and then vroom, vroom, like the feeling, like the blood, like pounding in my head, like, and I try to resist. Here we go. A five. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. And for a second, you can see like Ilya, like stop. It's like. No, I don't think today. As now I've got one stress left. Because I rolled a five. You rolled a five. five. One stress left. We don't find out what a vampire, uh, what happens to a vampire when it uh, fully stresses out. And I take your hand and I just keep walking like one foot in front of the other. One foot in front of the other. Yes. You walk out. Uh, Juliet is weeping when uh, you, you finally walk past Valkos. I kind of come out and I'm like, "Are you guys? Are you all right?" <laughs> and I just move with them. Mm-hmm. You're Fitz. moving down the street through the Imperial and City. I'm like, Say, Fitz, he tricked us. He tried to fuck us. He tried to kill me. I, I, I think I killed him. I don't know. If you killed him, then we would. <laughs> 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 
Oh, smoke, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Crow's Veil. I mean, he kind of killed himself no, in a way. A little bit? That's yeah. right. Yes. So maybe yeah. no, I just went Either way, I think that you should do your Crow's Veil. Um, and you do. Um, <laughs> as you guys are exiting, like, and by the way, it, it, it's not like something that people could see just walking down the street. It's totally <laughs> spiritual. It's like it exists in the ghost field. So your Crow's Veil activates. And a cloud of shadow comes out of your mouths and nostrils as you walk and you leave wisps of shadow behind you. And that is how you're going to slowly walk into the city with like a cloud, a cloak of shadow drifting behind you or roiling like a fog. Remember we started the episode with the fog? Well, now there's like a fog around you. And that's how the remnant escaped the cabinet of curiosities. And now here's a long block of soft rock to take you through the night. Oh, my God. Um, let's have a little bit of a epilogue. Yeah. I think, I, the, score is, I think the score is over. Yeah, man. I'm an idiot. I, I forgot that we had, look, that we had those, like, heartbeat rate, right? To, like, let each other know when we're in, like, dire oh, circumstances yeah. and shit. That's so true. <laughs> I had hundred percent forgot that that existed entirely for these scenarios when we're apart from each other and knowing that things are going like badly. Yeah. Well, so yeah. anyway, you, dealt, you dealt with the fit situation really well. I blame myself for not reading their thoughts way earlier and uh, and knowing that they were that they were pulling a, a trick on us right from jump. But on the other hand, if things had gone south, Ophelia uh, might be uh, not not doing so good right now because I didn't have that much stress to spend. Uh, we very good, close. but I guess I guess uh, Charter isn't like act like 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 dashing after our our gang as we slip away into into Charter's yeah. dealing with the Imperial military, so okay. you are able to dash away into the city, and let's have a bit of an epilogue before we get into downtime. And I think we'll have time for a little bit of downtime today. Before we get into downtime, do you stay in the Imperial city and kind of? Or do you get out immediately? Fuck this place. Fuck, uh, yeah, I hate this place. 23 <laughs> skidoo. Like, this is we, the, we're the, out. Like, horrendous. No. Okay, uh. no problem. And it's like so. a silent ride, right? Like, yeah. battered, beaten, quiet, uh, slight weeping. So, you guys, you know, you made sure that you had, like, citizenship papers, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point. Yeah. And they're not as locked up and it's not as difficult to leave as it is to get in right mm-hmm. and you have your stolen object i assume in ekprag's special yeah. case yeah. right yeah. um so i will allow you to get back on the train to duskfall uh and soon um as soon you are leaving the imperial city sitting on the bench exhausted uh ekprag's makeup all messed up <laughs> Juliet, finally you stop. Well, no, I said that it's a level one harm. So until it's gone, Juliet <laughs> always has tears coming down her face. Oh my god! You may not be openly like bawling, but like there's yeah. you can't get rid of the tears. Um, and uh, I said before, like the other passengers were avoiding Ekphelia. Now they're avoiding all three of you because <laughs> you look like you've just been through the ringer. And. Uh, as you uh, pull out of the Imperial City, uh, as time passes, ch- 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 
and the train goes down the line, it gets darker and darker. And soon you go across the horizon, up over a, a rise, and the light of the Emperor's sorceress sun is out. And you are traveling through darkness again, back toward duskfall. Many hours pass. There's a change uh, over in White Hollow. Um, and uh, a full day later, exhausted, almost, almost, I mean, like, passed out from exhaustion and from the things that have happened to you, the emotional experiences, the supernatural <laughs> experiences that worked upon your minds. You, uh, you know, you stumble out into Gaddock Station uh, and uh, immediately you feel so much more comfortable. <laughs> the sky is an eerie dim twilight people moving around the station look like they have various sorts sorts of poxes uh, everyone is everyone is pale and sickly looking uh, and you can see you can see hawkers here in the station uh, peddling like you know uh, uh, sexual elixirs and elixirs that increase <laughs> your attunement to the ghost field uh, clearly uh, you know uh, snake oil and you think Ah, home. (laughs) And so, let us begin our downtime, and we can continue it in our next session. Uh, And in order to do that, I just have to open to our downtime chapter. Oh, Uh, shit, yeah. But let's have a little free play first. What does everybody do when they get back to uh, Duskfall? Just, you know, back of base. Back to the grotto? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, back to the grotto, I think just like making our mushroom soup quietly, like. And uh, I, I think finally, sort of also putting the. what we found, you know, what, what Juliet took on the table. I don't know what this is worth, but better be worth something for all that we did. <clears throat> Would you like oh. to look into that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, you get the idea that this is a valuable necklace by any objective point of view. However, you get the idea that if you sell it to um, just a regular black marketer, you're going to get four coin. But if you're able to find a buyer who has interest in the occult and in various strange artifacts, you can get the full six coin that you were trying to extract. Okay. Um, do any of us have contacts that would be... I'm just going to remove Fitz a collector from right, your contacts. Right, from ours, yeah, I know. Are we going to get a new one? <laughs> So the crew can choose uh, among their contacts Dowler, an explorer LaRose, a blue coat Amancio, a deal broker Adelaide, Freug, a noble and Rigney, a tavern owner Those are people that you can choose as a contact or if any of you have individual contacts that you think would be helpful here There's a broker of some kind in that list Hey. <laughs> A deal broker to help us get a better deal 
in this. Or uh, um. Or an explorer, perhaps. Mm. I don't know that I. I have a feeling. So I still have Stasia on my on my uh, friends. An apothecary. Didn't she get? No, she's on our side. She is on our side still. I think she so. got rolled by the take, blue coats take, at some point. I didn't take her tongue. She so did get so rolled good. by the blue coats, but I don't think that she did. Okay. I don't think she gave you all up. And even if no. she did, you might not know that. Yeah, yeah I, think I don't know. Unless does anyone have a better friend? I don't know who. I I, I, I selected Lylandra, a consort, maybe one of Ekaprag's old um, old friends, yeah. who uh, uh, maybe has an in with some higher class people who might be someone oh, yeah. to move contraband. Okay. Uh, a consort. A consort. Um, how do we define a consort, do we think? Um, that's, it doesn't, that seems almost more like a... Uh, um, it seems like a companion, maybe, um, uh-huh. of the type that you visited in Imperial City. No? Right, right. But maybe even more like um, long-term, like a, a, like a Nell Gwynn sort of... Your your wife and all or husband and all that name like the girlfriend experience. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's 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 get into our payoff. Should we get into XP first? Yeah. Let's get well, into sure. the payoff. Let's get into the payoff because we're talking about that, and then we'll yeah, get into yeah. XP. Yeah. Payoff. You earn two rep by default, and then you earn uh, rep plus one per h- higher tier. So I think that the Imperial City, the Imperial Military, and the Heart of Qatar were all higher tier than you. Um, the Heart was like two tiers higher than you. But I think just dealing with the Imperial City in general, you were able to find ways of not directly taking on the Imperial Military, which was really smart because they are a tier six faction. And <laughs> fighting them would have been absolutely impossible. Uh, but I was allowing you to lie to them because I don't think that they're invincible against that. Right. Lying again, uh, lying to Ministry of Preservation agents uh, might have been too difficult because they're like a tier four or five faction. I can't remember. But again, you never lied to them. You kind of lied to the military and got through things that way. Very cleverly done. I'm going to split the difference between all that and say you get four more rep. Okay. Uh, that was a giant three-part score, and you deserve at least that much rep. Uh, I'm going to say if you agree to take I don't think a consort can help you find an occultist that doesn't sound right I think that you can either go to you have remember that you have um, remember that you have uh, factions that you're friendly with and some of them are supernatural exactly Mm -hmm. exactly I think that if you go to um, path of echoes the uh, the path of echoes you may be able to move this thing. Yeah. So I Let's do that. Take it then, right? well, we can all yeah. take it. I mean, I don't know if Ekphelia, I, I would, I say Ekphelia, I might be like, you look worse for wear. I suggest Juliet and I go and see the Path of Echoes. I've consorted with them a lot and I think you're Let's just say it's better if you hold back, my dear friend. So be it. If you've already forged in accord with them, Valkos, then 
Perhaps they're more liable to trust a certified client. <laughs> As for me, I'll go about some personal business. Bit peckish. So, Valkos, uh, ring meets you uh, on the pier where you normally have your uh, rendezvous. Uh, and um, Ring looks over the necklace uh, and uh, says, um, I do think that some of our scholars would be interested in this. Ring, of course, you can never quite tell if Ring is male or female. And Ring is always covered in scarves uh, and like a heavy coat. Uh, and Ring stands, at the, the coat is whipped by the wind out on the pier, and Ring says, yes, our scholars would love to get a look at this. Of course, the Path of Echoes has been protecting you in your absence. So, we'll need you to pay your protection fee. And I'll just say, before you immediately try to stab Ring, that... <laughs> Paying up to the gang that's, who is your patron, do, yeah. right? You yeah. have doing, to do it. Yeah. So I was yeah. just gonna say, like, yeah, I'm like, how much? Well, let's see. Uh, yeah, what I do think we that, normally pay? I think that you um, you pay off. Uh, a coin, right? Yeah, uh, ask the GM if there's a boss you should be playing. Paying subtract coin equal to your tier plus one when you pay a tithe to a boss or larger organization. So, this is six coin minus two. So, you're going to earn four coin here. That's fine. I mean, it's better than... Okay. But yeah. We'll be, yeah. We, we, I, I kind of look to anyway. ring and kind of bow my head and like, I understand. Ring uh, takes uh, the necklace and says, uh, follow me. Uh, and it takes you back through the securitous route to the temple. Uh, and uh, goes inside and speaks to some people. And soon, uh, one of the acolytes of the Path of Echoes comes forward with a small strong box that they hand to you, Valkos. And you earn four coin. Now let's talk about our XP. Let's do individual should, XP first. Do we also, add the four we, coin to our vaults? Well, let's do yes. one... Or do you want to do one coin each and then one to our... Vault? Yeah, okay. Cool. And uh, do we have to upgrade the vault soon in order to hold all of this? I think we've already upgraded it to full. Yeah, we've upgraded our vault. Oh, that was smart. Okay. So, um, how much... Did you uh, did you enter the coin already, into the vault? Yeah, yeah I, I, I did. Already... Yeah. Very oh, smart. Yeah, you, Thank sorry, you for doing sorry. that. Wait. <laughs> you put... You, did you... Because we had... We already had four... We already had five in our vault. Yes, and so one? I added okay, the six. Cool. Yes, Amazing. yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was so stupid uh, of me to throw three gold at bloody prostitutes. I'm looking at the sheet right now and I don't <laughs> see all of the coin, but I uh how much coin should you have? Sheet? Yeah, under shadows, yeah. I'm no, looking at like six, six coin. Oh, yeah. you have yeah, six all together? Yeah, six. Yes, great. that's all we have. <laughs> that's okay, no, that's a lot. That's great. Okay. So the coin has been uh the coin has like, been I, adequately... I don't see any money here. <laughs> okay. So now let's do individual XP. And uh, we will start with Juliette Belrose, if that's okay. Juliette, yes, you filled yeah. up your insight. Yes. Um, would you like to move that? Any? Uh, would you like to move any of that under your playbook, or would you like to take another dot in your insight? I'll take another dot in my insight. I'll put it in um, 
survey or survey. Yeah. Okay, great. Plunk, plunk it in there. Great. Um, and uh, the rest of it goes. Uh, yeah, that goes away. And then we go down here. Um, uh, did you address a challenge with technical skill or mayhem? Yes, take that. Do we do we get to argue to take this twice since it can happen multiple times? Oh, interesting. <laughs> uh, why would you? Take we it did this twice? over. I mean, we did this over multiple days. There's multiple. <laughs> like we did have multiple instances of using technical skill uh, and forgeries and mayhem uh, between Take what's it twice. his face? Thank you. Okay. And you filled your playbook. <coughs> so, that means you get to take a new special ability. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't think that through. I'll, I'll think about what special <laughs> ability I want to <laughs> think, think about it, okay? Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and erase that, though, and you know you have a special ability coming to you. Okay. So we're going to erase what you have. And then I'm going to be a super nice GM and let you start filling from here again. Ooh. So you expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. How did you do that? Sparkrite. As a former you, Sparkrite? You said, yeah, I yeah. pretended yeah. to be a Sparkrite. Yeah. Take I did one call for that. that. Mm-hmm. I, you struggled with know. issues of a, from a vice yeah. or traumas during your session. My vice is obligation to... I mean, <laughs> struggling with Ophelia being there, I feel like it would be too easy to take that every time because watching her murder the... I think I think realizing her body changing and, and her murdering... Yeah, I mean, actually, me telling, me telling you who Ophelia was or is now, well, I guess, yeah. and you not necessarily fighting against that, is probably a way of being like of you know going for it. You know, you you contained your 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 feelings. You struggled. You, you can you were able to kind of hold back what could have been quite an ugly score, PVP score. There was that a whole moment. Yeah, at the, a different uh, interpretation would be you get the XP if you did turn it into an ugly PVP score because <laughs> that yeah. would make it well, more think, difficult. But I think that there are actions we took that were based off of not not vexing. Please name one of those actions. One of the actions? Well, when we were outside... Uh, this is RP, right? This is RP specific. When we were outside the room speaking, right? Like, while Ecphelia was okay. inside with... Um, what was yeah, there was a whole scene about it. You know what? So, Take it. <laughs> Primo. <laughs> and that will f- that'll be two left okay. in your playbook. Please choose your special ability uh, while I talk to... Yes. Valkos. Yes. Okay, right. Valkos. So I had filled up all my prowess, but I want to take two away from that and add it to the, for now, and add it to the playbook. Advanced okay, playbook. no problem. Go ahead and do that. Uh, see, so yeah, I'll take two away from there. Um, cool. Should we go with the, uh, should we go with the, with the rest? Yeah, let's go with the rest. Um, so, um, you addressed a challenge with violence or coercion. That's like always that. true of Valkos. I did that definitely twice. Yeah, one take in the, two. The, the, Go ahead, tell me when. Okay, so I did one in with the uh, with the the weird pulled back hair. Um, oh person. yeah, that was terrifying. And obviously with um, uh, Fitz and uh, uh, the Charter guy, Charter Swift Whistle. Yep. Your new your new um, arch enemy. 
Um, <laughs> you expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. Yes. I feel like I did that. Um, I feel like I actually did that. I did, I, I, yeah, I did that once. Def- no, I did that twice, actually. So the first time was in when we were walking through and you were like, oh, look at these shaman things. And I was like, ah, it's all fake. And then the second time I was like, piece of flesh, mate. That's what we do back in where I'm from. Okay, I'll give you one. <laughs> okay. And um, uh, you struggled with issues from your vice or traumas during the session. I, I don't, don't think... I don't know. Well, I mean, like, the idea of being with people... I mean, like... like oh, actually, maybe. I mean, I ended up spending three gold with people and just sitting around and charming them and talking to them. Well, I'll tell you something. You're going to fill up your XP playbook advancement anyway because you have the special ability Vengeful. Oh, yes. You get you get payback against someone who harmed you or someone who... crew. Yeah. Yes. If your crew helped you get payback, you also mark the crew XP. I think only you got the payback. You got payback against Fitz. Yeah. So you can go ahead and mark that and you are owed a special ability, my friend. And I know what that ability is. Which one is it? you already know? Yep. And it actually occurred to me the last the, the last session, so I think what actually, is it? D- depending on how well it goes in the next sort in the downtime, I think I'm not going to say anything until what? we do the, until we do a bit more downtime stuff. But I know how it comes about. Oh, oh yeah. okay. So you're gonna you're gonna surprise us. I am. Then oh let's man. Move on. Let's move on to our vampire then. Um, oh, and I man. have to. I have this list of characters, and I always have to go to Ross's character number four. <laughs> Here's a question: We've got that as a crew. Oh, we've got that everybody steals ability, which adds a point to prowl. Oh, that was already Vanessa Tinker. Was that already on, oh Vanessa or Tinker? Was that already on my vampire sheet, or do I do I still get to add that? It was probably on Echoprags, right? Did you combine? It was on Echoprags, and we and we, we you left combined it, it great. Totally. Just good to just to clarify. Okay, great. So um So it looks I, like none of your um your attributes are filled. That's um, because as a vampire, all of them are longer, so you you advance yeah. slower. Oh wow. Um, uh. So but if I combine them, I'm thinking I might I just might be able to get a playbook advancement just because of the sheer quantity of desperate actions that we're taking. Okay, um, so do you want to move all of those desperate action XP into your playbook XP? I do. That's one, two, three, four, five, six. Um, and then, but I'm afraid your playbook XP is—you need four more. That's right. In order but to I get think, a, a playbook I advancement, I think I might have it. Oh so. right. Okay, so you displayed your dominance or slayed without mercy. You yes, did that. I did. Wow, these playbook triggers are scary. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I mean, was that once or is that Wait, twice? Wait, that's how you get exp- What? I'm going to allow it. You displayed your dominance and slayed without mercy. Yes. Um, you expressed your beliefs, drive, heritage, or background. I think there was a lot of ecopragness. Ec- ec- yeah, in, in the seeking out of vice oh, days, yeah. in, the, in the use of theatrical makeup and chests. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and then did finally... I s- you struggled with issues from your vice traumas or strictures during the session. Not not from your strictures. Not from my strictures, which I haven't really clarified. But as a vampire, you you select a stricture, like and and if you um, uh, if you 
Well, when you gain a new vampire trait, ooh, so when you add a playbook trait, you also add a stricture. So there's That's this balance. Right. The one I chose is bound, which is, I think there's still some part of Ekaprag that's awake in Ekphelia, and he's not letting her leave. If so, a normal vampire without this stricture would be able to leap from dead body to body. But if Ekaprag's body dies, Ophelia is destroyed. She is bound to the body of Ekaprag Woody. Um, Speaking of which, I really need to put more fatal harm into the game. Okay. Um, um, so, but, but how did you struggle with in. issues from your vice? What is my vice? It's to suck the life essence of people. Did I do that on this score? Oh Very much gosh. so. Um, I also, I also, I believe one of my many <laughs> traumas is ruthless. Another would be vicious. And I think torturing a uh, sex worker with a acupuncture needle counts as both those things. I do too. Please take the final point of XP, which upgrades your playbook as well. All right. And do you know what your new special ability will be? I do. I am going to select the ability of Sinister Guile, which is during downtime, I get an additional downtime activity or I get to add plus one die to the downtime activity rolls that I take. Holy shit. But I also have to take a stricture. So, um, do you want to tell us what that is? Um, what? Maybe we'll find that out next time when it when it crops up. <laughs> I think but, we will. Yeah, and I think that's a perfect place to end for today. Do you want me to to choose? I, I have an ability otherwise for the XP that I. You want to tell me what your new special ability is? Let's, no, let's save it for what? next time. Let's, we'll save it for next time. Let's yeah, make it a surprise. And, and uh, can I can I offer just just one little one little scenelet here as you go towards the end? Sure. Just um, that like in an inn somewhere in the Imperial City, like a road weary, like a fellow who's been on the train all day, like oh, puts down a case and is like, oh, "I've been a long day." And he's like, "What's that smell?" And like he's like snuffling around in his room, like opening window, like wincing against the 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 false sunlight, and then is like crouches down it's like what the and raises up some bedclothes in a little inn hotel room and staring back at him are the cloudy dead eyes and smiling <laughs> face of primo underneath the bed uh, we couldn't find a better way to end it Jeez. that's our show we'll be back with more game next week thank you abu Salim, josephine mcadam and ross bryant Thank you. You guys are sickos. And so are you that are are listening and watching. A bunch of freaks and sickos. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon.com.